Welcome to the First Century Youth Ministry Podcast. My name is Heather. And I'm Mark, and we are your co-hosts. And we're here to take a look back into the Jewish roots of our faith. For the way forward in youth ministry discipleship. Well, everyone, welcome to the show. Today, Heather's going to share with you about what it means to reclaim the Jewish roots of our Christian faith. And Heather, when we talked earlier, we thought that maybe one of the best ways to get into this is just to look at the lines of our slogan, inviting us to look back to the Jewish roots of our faith, and then using that to look forward to youth ministry discipleship. How would you say you're inviting us to look backwards? Yeah. So I look at, think about it like this. My husband is from a different country. He's from Chile, moved to the United States when he was eight years old. Really? But he had, yeah. Right. Isn't that awesome? So yeah. it's funny. Like a lot of the times people butcher my last name. One time I was at the airport mm-hmm. and my last name is Kiros, or if you pronounce it properly in Spanish, it's Kiros. And so it's spelled Q-U-I-R-O-Z. Okay. And this woman uh-huh. at the airport, she's, you know, everybody's like, Hey, have a good flight. And she says to me, have a good flight, Mrs. Queer Toes. And I was like, what? <laughs> That's awesome. I was like, there's no T in my name, right? And so people, a lot of times <laughs> they say Queer Raws or Queer Rose. And it's just really comical to watch people kind of struggle through trying to say my last name. It's like, they'll be like, Heather. Uh, mm, yeah, uh, yeah. Queer Rose, you know? <laughs> so, I might not have ever said it out loud because I wasn't sure how. Yeah, you're fine. You and the rest of half of the world. (laughs) On rare occasions, I meet somebody that is a native Spanish speaker and they'll be like, hello, Heather Hiros. And I'll be like, oh, wow, you know the language, right? You know how to say music. (laughs) But anyways, we got a little sidetrack there. So so, I bring that up because my husband being raised in a different culture and whenever I go and hang out with his family, it's always really different very different mm-hmm. from my family. My family is very on time and we're very scheduled and we're just very Anglo-Saxon, right? In the way that we do things. And yeah. my husband's family is not. I mean, we will say that lunch is at noon, but you know, we're not actually eating until two or maybe we, it just didn't happen, right? Like that happened this a few weeks ago. We were supposed to have lunch together and it was like, yep, yeah, well, there went lunch. It's like oh, five, man. right? And so so anyways, it's just a different way of life. And so, but the thing is, is that I will come to either not understand my husband or I will resent him because I don't understand the way of life that produced him. Mm-hmm. And I think when it comes to Jesus, a lot of the times we don't want to understand the roots of our faith. And in doing so, it creates this gap where we don't understand him and we yeah. don't understand what he's trying to say to us in the gospels. And we don't understand why he did the things that he did or why the Pharisees did the things that they did, because we don't understand the way of life that produced him, right? Like you didn't show up at your first date with Sarah at the coffee shop or wherever you guys were and be like, Hey, don't, don't tell me about your family history. I don't want to know about it. Right. Yeah, like, There you, wouldn't have been a second date. <laughs> I'm surprised there was a second date. No, I'm just what? kidding. <laughs> <laughs> too far. Right. Okay. Too far. So, so, but the thing is, is that my husband, 
And I, you know, when we had our first date, I wanted to know everything about him, everything about his family and where he came from. Tell me about it, what it was like to be raised in Chile. What's the food like there? And, yeah. you know, why do you guys put mayonnaise on hot dogs? What's that about? Right. And so, you know, I just wanted to know everything about him. And I think if we went on a date with Jesus, a lot of us would feel uncomfortable in asking him about his Jewishness, because for some reason we think, oh, we're Christians. And a lot of people in our day have tried to say that Jesus somehow was trying to uh, do away with Judaism or that he was trying to just throw the Torah out and, you know, drown it. Right. When right, essentially yeah, yeah. that's not what Jesus was doing at all. And I'm sure we'll get into that in an episode in the future. But I think yeah. that when we take a look back into the roots of our faith, it helps us better understand where we came from. And it helps us better understand the way of life that produced our Messiah, Jesus, which helps us have a better understanding for who he is and really for who we are. And so, uh, you know, my dad, his mom and dad are both deceased and uh, died when uh, my dad was young. His father passed away and then my grandmother died when I was six. And so there's mm -hmm. a lot about my dad's side of the family that I don't understand. Uh, but my mother's parents lived for a very long time. And so I saw different elements of her in them, which helped me better understand my mother. And yeah. so how can we best know Jesus and know how to follow him without understanding where he came from. So yeah. that's that's what we're inviting people to do on this show is to look back into the Jewish roots of their faith, to be better informed about who Jesus was and the way of life that produced him with the hopes of making better disciples in the youth ministry community. That's great. And it's a great yeah. thing to do. When I, whenever I teach students, one of my biggest goals is to help them understand that they're in a foreign land. Like they literally have gone 2000 years back and east. And that's our starting point. And now we're going to ask the questions that are really important. But I think so often we pick up the Bible and we just start reading it with our own conceptions. Sure. Man, if you do that, first of all, some of the things Jesus says are just either going to shock you or you won't even know what to do with them. Totally. And those very sections sometimes become the most beautiful and inspiring when all of a sudden the lights come on and you get the culture that he's speaking to. Yeah, totally. Like I remember when I was in Israel and we were being mm -hmm. taught about where Jesus was born and how uh, our director, John, was telling us that really wood was not a thing in Israel. So yeah. this wooden stable, this wooden you know, <laughs> trough, yeah. you know, all yeah. this kind of stuff was not not the picture of where Jesus was born. And it was a totally different reality. Um, and being a carpenter, you didn't actually work with wood, you worked with stone. I mean, all these yeah. just these small little nuances that when we remove the Eastern world from uh, the East and Eastern book and try to make it a Western book, we miss out on so much. And so, yeah, we are so stoked to invite youth pastors to come along with us in this journey. You know, years ago, um, I went on a trip to Israel in 2011 that like straight up radically changed my life. And I just became yeah. overwhelmed with wanting to understand the Jewish roots of my faith. And a couple of years ago I was having conversation with youth workers and hearing them say, you know, we're just doing discipleship all wrong. And I just thought to myself, hmm, I wonder if there's a way forward in taking a look back at how our rabbi Jesus did discipleship. Yeah. And you know what? That was my second question for you because Looking back really does help us understand the master we're supposed to be following. How does looking forward help us with the discipleship equation? How does looking forward help us be better youth pastors? 
Yeah. Well, let's think about it like this. If we look at Jesus, a Jewish rabbi, we see that he was a man who loved God's word. This was true of rabbis. They would have nearly all, if not all, of the Old Testament scripture memorized. These people were living embodiments of God's word in action. And they were people who were radically devoted to producing people that loved God and loved his word as well. And so when we look at the way forward in youth ministry discipleship, we're talking about come alongside of youth workers and helping them do just that and helping them be people who are a living embodiment of God's word in action and being kind of that rabbi to those students whom God has entrusted unto them. And so when we talk about that, it's super exciting because our next episode is going to be focused on was Jesus a youth pastor? Yep, <laughs> so I love that I'm, question. <laughs> yeah, I'm super excited about that and looking forward together to just really plow forward with understanding the Jewish roots of our faith and really with the end goal of making better disciples. Absolutely. I'm so excited to take that journey with all of our listeners. And I love all the ways we've dreamed up about um, just how to make the world of Jesus come alive for them as we go forward. Um, what kind of things, like if we could give them a little uh, hint, what kind of things will be will we be talking about in upcoming episodes? Mm, well, it was Jesus a youth pastor is one. We're going to be yep. talking about what does the word Talmud mean? We're mm-hmm. going to look at the radical commitment of what it would have taken to follow a rabbi. Yeah. We're going to look at what Jesus meant when he talked about the kingdom of God. We're going to take a look at some of the parables, which, by the way, you and I are working on some parables curriculum that we're super excited about, too, that we're looking forward to sharing with our listeners. Absolutely. Just just lots of great content around the corner. So we hope that you stick with us and check in each week uh, to hear about what we have to say that hopefully helps sharpen you on the discipleship journey that God has given you. Definitely. And if this is helpful, man, tell a friend who's working with students, because we really believe First of all, that discipleship is the missing piece in youth ministry today that everyone's trying to figure out. And we believe no one did it better than Master Jesus. And so I hope this helps you and I hope you help someone else with the same content. Yeah. Pass it along. Hey, so Heather, if my eyes are opening and I'm realizing there's a lot to discovering the Jewish roots of my faith, where can I go to get help and get started and go farther faster? Mark, that's awesome. So we have a growing Facebook community. Uh, We would love to make some more friends, youth workers who want to grow in the Jewish roots of their faith. So just go into that search bar and type in First Century Youth Ministry and ask to join our closed group. You just got to answer a couple quick questions. Also, you can go to firstcenturyyouthministry.com where there's some great resources for you there. And if you're a youth pastor who's just getting started out on this journey, Um, I do have a book that I wrote called First Century Youth Ministry. Would love for you to check that out. Otherwise, I love the book Sitting at the Feet of Rabbi Jesus by Lois Teverberg and Ann Spangler. That's a great book for anybody who's just first starting out on this journey. Cool, cool. Well, this was so fun and we're excited to keep journeying together. Yeah. Uh, Thanks everyone for tuning in. Yeah, we'll see you next time. 